Heavenly Father, on the first day of the week, we are here together again to hear the voice of our Lord Jesus, our Father God. We are ready to receive your words because we believe only your words, spirit and life, nothing but the truth, Lord. No force at all, Lord. Thank you, Father. Open our eyes of understanding and give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation and be able to hear your words. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, I'm going to read the book of Psalm, chapter 44, okay, related to, um, to this sermon. We have heard with our ears of God our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days, in the times of old, how thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plantest them, how thou didst afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in position by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst the favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God, command deliverance for Jacob. Through thee will we push down our enemies through thy name. Will we tread them under the rise up against thee, against us? For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. But thou hast saved us, them, our enemies, and hast put them to shame that had it us. In God, we honest all the day long and praise thy name for ever, Selah. But thou hast cast off and put us to shame and goes out, goes not forth with our enemy, armies. Thou makest us to turn back from the enemy and they which hate us spoil for themselves. Thou hast given us like ship appointed for meat, and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for naught, and dost not increase thy wealth by their prize. Thou makest us a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and derision to them that are round about us. Thou makest us a byword among the heathen, a shaking of the head among other people. My confusion is continually before me, and the shame of my face 
hath covered me. For the voice of him they purchase and blasphemies by reason of the enemy and avenger. All this is come unto us, yet have we not forgotten thee, neither have we dealt freshly in thy covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from thy way. Thou, though thou hast sore broken up in the place of dragons and covered us with a shadow of death, if we have forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to a strange God, shall not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Yeah, for thy sake are we killed all the day long. We are counted us as a sheep, the slaughter, for the slaughter. Awake, why sleepest thou alone? Arise, cast us not off forever. Wherefore, heedest thou thy faces and forgettest our affliction and our oppression, for our soul is bowed down to the dust, our belly cleaves unto the earth. Arise for our help and redeem us for thy mercy's sake. Amen. All right. Today's main scripture is Book of Romans, Romans chapter 8. Verse 1 through 13. You will listen very carefully. It is a spiritual secret only known to the children of God, okay? From verse 1. There is therefore how no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in them, it was walk through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh to mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be kindly minded to death, but to be spiritually minded to life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, 
neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell by you now. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of a sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell it to you, dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. All right. All right, everyone is living on the earth, is living in the law of the country where they belong to. But until the law of God was proclaimed to the world by Moses, and until the gospel of Christ was preached in the world, all the inhabitants of all the nations of the world were bound to live in the law of sin and death, as well as, as the law of nation in which they live. In other words, not only by the death of the flesh, because of the transgression of the law, but because of sin, their soul were forced to live in eternity in hell and later on in the lake of fire. But since God so loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten Son in the form of the body of man and he died on the cross, for the sin of the world, transferring all the sin of the world in his body to take away the sin of the law and buried and lost again. And thereafter, God sent the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, the kingdom of God, the so-called spiritual world, is established by the law of the spirit of life in the earth. Since then, there have been two different kinds of realm in the earth. In other words, whosoever believes in Jesus Christ is freed from the law of sin and death to the law of the spirit of life. Through Apostle Paul, 
the Holy Spirit specifically witnessed of the children of God who enter the law of the spirit of life coming out of the law of sin and death. Also coming out of the hell and coming out of the lake of fire in the future. Christians were saved by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ already dead for sin and spiritually already baptized into the body of Jesus Christ and not only died with them and buried with them when, the Je when the Jesus died, when he was raised from death, we are spiritually resurrected together with him. Apostle Paul also testified of this fact to the saints of the church of Ephesus. And you have be quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. We are in in time past ye walked according to the cause of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, thy grace you are saved, and hath raised us up, raise up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What a wonderful blessing through Jesus Christ. At the word death or the life, the God speaks of is not a word of corrupted body of man, but a spiritual word. Those who live in the law of death, living according to the course of the world, following the lust of flesh, are living in flesh. But in fact, they are spiritually dead in the hand of the devil who has the power of death. But even though the body is dead, those who have already believed in Jesus Christ and entered into Christ are spiritually living eternally. Also, the children of God who are born in the world through the Holy Spirit cannot be prevailed by the law of sin and death in the world. Though they may sin in the flesh and die in the flesh, but they are already living in the law of the spirit of life. The flesh may sin and receive the price, but the saved soul and spirit are not subject to the law of sin and death. That means never lose salvation, their soul spirit. A 
Apostle Paul testified of this truth. Listen very carefully. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died. Yeah, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Jesus Christ died for the sins of all laws, liberated all those who believed in him from the law of sin and death after Jesus resurrected. He led them to the law of a spiritual life and made the righteousness of the law unto all who believed in him. Their salvation shall not be revoked but guaranteed forever as Apostle Paul testified. What a wonderful promise it is. He testified saying, What shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation, or distress, or prosecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are counted as ship for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are already in Christ Jesus. Nobody can touch us. Nobody can kill us spiritually. However, those who are saved and freed from the law of sin and death, living in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, are not condemned when they follow the Holy Spirit, but will be condemned when they follow the flesh. Here the word condemnation is not condemnation to hell, but the feeling of guiltiness. And that means even though we are saved, we sin with our flesh, we feel guilty, right? That's why we have to confess our sin to be saved, to be forgiven. You know that? Not to lose our salvation. So when the children of God who live in the law of the spirit of life commit sin with the body, the Father chastens them to correct them. Yes, to correct them, to make them holy again. Apostle Paul testified about this. We cannot forget about this. 
if the Father God is your Father, right? We are not bastards, right? We are not fatherless. For consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you are wearied and faint in your minds. You have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks unto you as unto children, my son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord lovest, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons, for what the son is he whom the father chastens not. But if you be without chastenment, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had the fathers of a flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? Yeah, we have to meditate very deeply for the purpose of God's liberation for his children from the law of sin and death, leading them to the law of the spirit of life of this apostle Paul testified. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus, right? that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. That means Jesus Christ, the first man, a born of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Wonderful love of God. He want to make us, you know, exactly the same as Jesus Christ. Because we have the same spirit. Same spirit as the spirit Jesus had, right? Within him. Yes. Therefore, children of God have to live a life that does not follow the flesh, but follow the Holy Spirit. Those who all follow the flesh think of the works of the flesh. And those who follow the Spirit think of the walk of the Holy Spirit. Yes, that's true. Therefore, always thinking through the Word of God, because all the words of God is spiritual, right? Does not follow the flesh, but follow the Holy Spirit. Therefore, always thinking through the words of God, through the work of the Holy Spirit, them living in harmony with the image of Christ, being heirs of God, being joint heirs with Christ, suffering in the present world. They shall be glorified by the Lord Jesus as much as they suffered with Christ. It's fair, right? The suffering we receive in present world cannot be compared with the glory that we shall receive. 
and shall be revealed unto us when Jesus come back to take us home in heaven. Whenever we suffer, we must look at all the creation. Yeah, all the creation, they're groaning, looking at us and looking to the glory that shall come for us as we are groaning with them. Yeah, they have never sinned, okay? But they're groaning in corruption, right? Yeah, trees corrupted, die. Even animals corrupted, die. Even, you know, fowls corrupted, die. Fishes, you know, corrupted, die. They're groaning. They're groaning. Waiting for the children of God appears. You know that? When Jesus comes back to give the incorruptible, immortal body for them, they shall be free from corruption. Whenever we suffer, we just look at the trees, look at the, you know dog and cat, look at you know fishes, look at all kind of all kind of creation, because the sin of man, they are groaning. Yes, that's why we endure all kind of suffering until Jesus come back. It is a man of God, all right. When he suffer, we have to rejoice for the half of appearing our Lord Jesus Christ. Then we don't feel guilty. Always have you know, life in peace, right? Through the words of God. Anything happens, we have to look into the words of God. The Bible says, rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks always, right? Yeah, that's the will of God for us and Christ Jesus that the Bible says. I bless all of you to understand His coming, His plan to make us exact as Jesus Christ. That's the reason we have to endure all, any chastening, all right? Never complaint, never murmuring. Yes, until we appear appearing exact as Jesus Christ, as his bride. I bless you to understand his will in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.